Hi, Dr. Mira. It's Maya. Hey, Dr. Mira. It's Rowan. Hi, it's Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about the civically engaging uh, writing assessment. Um, I guess we'll start off with uh, A, do you feel that this rubric is a useful tool for teachers of writing? Um, I think rubrics in general are a very useful tool. I agree. Uh, yeah, they. I feel like they lay out expectations and um, objectives really clearly so that way students know exactly what they have to do. And I feel like at the end of the day, it also makes grading for teachers um, much more fair and um, just organized so that way like a teacher is able to, like an unbiased view at the beginning, be able to see like, okay, this is what I think would be really good, this is what I wanna see. If they do something like this, I would give them a little less here and here. And so I, I think it also lays out expectations for yourself as a teacher really well, um, because you have to like, you know, be really fair when you're grading these students and make sure that you have an explanation for everything that you're doing. And I feel like rubrics um, allow you to do that in an effective way. Uh, I think for this, for this rubric, it was good. Um, I feel like it employs a public voice, advocate, advocates civic engagement. Like it all, all the categories have to do with the topic of the, of the paper. And so I feel like that's what makes it fair. And I feel like all the points that it's hitting on, um, do make, do like work together to make the paper stronger. And so I feel like it, it's good in doing that because it, it pushes students to um, write a stronger paper in general. Um, yeah, like we have like in my clinical, we have like a project coming up and we have like a, uh, a Google Slides presentation that they have to do, which is sort of like their written component. And um, we have a presentation and my cooperating teacher came up with a rubric for both categories, like two separate ones. So we have a rubric just for presentation, which has to do with like, you know, oral speech, confidence, collaboration, all of that. And then like, you know, in regards to the Google Slides, it's like content, uh, the quality of the content, the creative component. So they each hit different things, which I think are important because then students know exactly like, okay, for here, I got to focus on, you know, how I'm talking, my speech, how I'm organizing, what I'm, t what I'm saying, so maybe I should practice it. And like for the Google Slides, it's kind of like, you know, more like, okay, I got to make sure I'm writing the important stuff that happened in the chapter. I'm hitting all the points. So yeah, that's my take on the first one. What do you guys think? The first essay? No. no the rubric. The, the rubric. first question? Yeah. I agree. I think rubrics are useful and that this one's pretty good. I just feel like it's missing something. You think it's I don't know what that something is. I was thinking maybe like almost like a stylistic element? something more mechanical like, well no like well i guess mechanical in a way but like we have oh does it have a structure is it like arguing for something civic engagement and i guess public voice is kind of style but it's just all very like vague not vague but it's just like it's all about like are you answering the question like right, right. does your writing make sense there's nothing like oh are you being, i think like, it's missing individuality creative. that's that's creativity. what i'm talking about like the stylistic yeah. element of like yeah i get that are you making it unique like engaging or whatever like yeah it's yeah because there's a difference between like just like a piece of writing that does its job and like one that actually like interests for, for something that's about civic engagement, I feel like it uh, 
remove the person from the essay. Like it's just, mm-hmm. did you hit this? Did you hit this? Did you hit that's this? What, yeah, that's what I'm like, trying to say. Like it's not like like it's not like you know. It doesn't incorporate you in it. I, I feel like the grading is like pretty harsh as well. Mm-hmm. Like that first dude. Okay, I understand why he got one. <laughs> he didn't really have much structure. He didn't really use evidence, but he did have a position and he did yeah. have like. You know, reasoning. they're not really given credit where it's due. Yeah, like he did have a position and he did have reasoning and like he engages in he advocates for civic uh, he advocates for civic engagement in a way. Um, it says that he failed to establish the public importance of high cost of college. He talked about it costs a lot of money and then people can't afford it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's like it's like almost there, but like. Not fully. Which I guess brings us to the second question, mm-hmm. which is like, do we agree with um, all of the annotations and scores that they received? Um, I'm sorry, excuse me. I understand why four got a four. Yeah, she too. addressed the future president. Yeah. She like signed it off at the end. She related. It was very it professional. Yeah. She included sources. Right. She, she had, had examples. She had research yeah. examples. She was well written. Um, well written she gave like a solution like i get why she got a four i think three could have also got fours in some of it because um let me go back to three i think two and three is where like for me like i'm like yeah they could have gotten a little higher in some yeah i would have given yeah i would have given maybe like two definitely like higher in a lot of parts that maybe would have bumped it up to like a three and then I feel like a three isn't really a four because a four is definitely like you can see where it's distinguished. Um, but I thought like it was a little. I feel like it was it was pretty good. Like I guess the wording of the rubric makes it sound a little like harsh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three has like a call to action. Because they say, put yourself in my shoes growing up as a kid, knowing your dad was over fighting to protect you with millions of other men and women risking their lives every day to save yours. Having him come back, but not the same way he left, like, it really, like, puts you in their place, which I feel like four didn't do. And that's where, like, we're talking about, like, it kind of takes, like, the personal element out of it. I agree. Because, like, I think that was... That was in here in the qualities of civic writing. It's like, oh, you're taking an issue that like matters to you and is personal to you, and then like writing thing about it. And he definitely, or he or she, I don't know. Um, they definitely did that with the third essay. Not to say that they didn't with the other essays, but you could see it like really ingrained mm-hmm. in the third one. Yeah, in the fourth one, they're just like, you know, I don't want men and women to have to go to college afraid of what might happen to them, like. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People go uh, to the airport for you to what might happen to them. But, like, I feel like three makes it more personal. Me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I feel like they should have got better grades in some of those categories. And then, I guess, along the same lines, like, number two. Mm-hmm. That's like, the oil one? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, there was definitely some issues, like... On yeah. the sentence level, and yeah. sometimes I was like, "Wait, what?" And I have like a little read. confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I also think that they, well, they could have been more specific about their position and stuff. But they they, they could have been more specific in their position. They could have um, um, included some evidence. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they had that personal aspect, like you know, I went on tour before, but I kind of got confused. Because they were trying to talk about like how oils, 
bad and like you like and people die and then they went into like you know using the pipeline directly yeah it's, it was like it was like arguing? very jumbled yeah. like what are you arguing there was no i wasn't sure what the argument yeah. was for or against or yeah Cause i don't even it, know if i would say in between cause... yeah because it was weird because like at first i thought they were arguing like oh oil's a bad energy source to use and i was like oh wait no they don't think oil's bad they think yeah. transporting it above ground instead of a pipeline yeah so if they were just a little bit more specific from the beginning i think it would have made a big difference yeah they talk about how you could die yeah from it being transported in trucks but then go on to talk about coal fire power plants and they're just like those are better they're not the problem with global warming yeah so it was like there's like a lot of stuff i feel like they they all obviously have like their weaknesses um, and strengths, yeah. But um, I guess like I agree with you guys on the fact that I don't like how the rubric makes it sound like it's all weaknesses. They're they're a highlight. Yes. Like, their strengths aren't really highlighted, and it's not really incorporated in the language. Like a lot of the annotations like talk about like it was somewhat effective, but like it doesn't really like highlight how like where was it effective, you know, because. Just like Dr. McQueen was telling us, it's important to tell students what they're doing right so that way they can keep doing it um, and not just sort of abandon everything. And so I feel like it doesn't really work that well in that sense. Um, Do you guys want to move on to the third one? Mm-hmm. Look, about, look at the real piece of writing your okay. group agreed to read. Talk about how it oh, meets okay. each category of the rubric. And talk about the score your group would give it. So I guess maybe we just have to give it a one, two, three, or four, right? Well, yeah. Maybe we should just like generally like describe what the article is real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So the article was sorry. That's what I was going to. Um, it's a daily Targum article. Um, lack of faculty diversity needs mending. Title of the article: One of most diverse you. In one of most diverse states, lacks inclusion. Well, that's already grammatically incorrect. <laughs> um, and this was posted February 11th, 2019, a year ago, by the Daily Targum. I feel like they were just trying to make it look shorter, but at that point, if you're just going to cut out two of those, you might as well <laughs> just keep the two of those in there. Like, one of most <laughs> with just, one of most. Just say I'm one like, of what? most right. at that point. <laughs> but whatever, that's just me. Mm, maybe it's just our English brains. Um, but, but oh, go ahead, Shannon. I was just no, I was gonna describe the article, but if you want to, okay. So basically, um, this article is just talking about how um, the number of African American and Latino students has been steadily going down at Rutgers over the years, and uh, on the same token, like also the number of professors that are um. African-American and Latino has also gone down, which coming from a state that's as diverse as New Jersey is especially concerning and strange. So it's just talking about how um, there should be more done like in the administration side that uh, causes like more incentives to hire black and Latino professors. Yeah, like raising pay and like they put all this money towards the big 10 but yet it's like 
them and um one second i'm so sorry them and what's the other school ohio yeah. ohio state are among the worst when it comes to gender and racial diversity in senior administrative officials so like they're i feel like they're not giving and i remember but we have our last year there was that whole um protest mm-hmm. from the professors yeah, of uh, professors of color not getting tenure of tas doing yeah. professor jobs but not having real jobs of like and not getting paid nearly enough. And then um, also last semester, I don't know if we were leaving Porcher or Mira's class, oh, yeah. when me and Hannah went to that rally, mm-hmm. um, black students have held a rally about having more representation, which is also talked about in the article, having more representation um, within the staff. So I think it's interesting. And, and I feel like their argument ties with the title, you know, one of the most diverse universities um in one of the most diverse states doesn't have much inclusion so i think he did a great job on linking that i just feel like i agree with shannon his solution like just give more incentive i don't like that one he also had another solution of putting more money towards diversifying grad programs which we had just talked about like having five-year grad programs um with scholarships available to black black and brown students so that it's like they could afford yeah, to be here longer which would also give incentive yeah. to stay um so yeah i guess like so what we're talking about here in the rubric would be the section that's called employs a public voice mm-hmm. so what we were talking about well before we start recording but now we'll bring it up again is that like the writer has a lot of suggestions for things that administration can do mm-hmm. but it's not as inclusive in that like there's things that we all can do like i would i feel like if the writer had said like we need to make sure that administration knows that it's important to us and like mm-hmm. we can have a say in it it would have more of that in public voice and would get like the full four points for that section if it was talked about more like what all of us could do but and instead it's just call kind of for like, action yeah instead it's like oh administration can do this because you sense that like writing it within itself is sort of like a call for action because they're making, yeah. it, making other people aware but there isn't that sort of like initiative of like we shouldn't give up you know like not just stop here or not just stop with the protests that are going on but like how do we push back even more and make sure that you know administration sees us and hears what we're trying to say yeah mm-hmm. so i'd put it like a, maybe like a three because like it's like it just needs that so i think push. the employees public voice would get a three and advocate civic engagement would get a three yeah it's like so close but just a little bit more the argues a position i don't think the article has a position really i think it does wouldn't its position be like that it's like yeah the school needs more inclusion. Yeah, that it needs more I guess But it doesn't like explicitly say like this is an issue. Like it's just like this is what's going on. These are the stats. Oh, These that's are the statistics. True. This is how it's been historically and admin can make it better by this way. Actually I see what you're saying. Yeah. You no, know, that you're saying though. Yeah. I didn't even like Yeah, I thought it was like, you know, automatically on that side. Yeah, but now that I'm looking at it But yeah. Yeah, it says it's a complex problem, but, and that issue is needing a place, so, like, you know that the author is advocating for it, but, like, there's no outwardly, like, state, like, outward statement, just clearly 
stating that like oh I am against it this is the position that it's I'm not like the that. homeless veteran essay like this thing it's is almost bad. like yeah just information or the oil, just letting or you know oil. Or the uh, the last one with the sexual assault. Like, this is an issue. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, this is an issue. Um, It's a complex one. <laughs> like, that's and, just uh, something that's happening that here you go, you should be aware of. Right, but um, I think it has good um, evidence. Yeah, it has a lot of facts and stats. And it has a structure. Yeah. It talks about the issue, gives statistics about the issue, and then goes into a solution. It's also pretty clear, I would say, that mm-hmm. they're, like, sentence structure-wise, grammatically... Um, it's pretty, like, out there. I feel like it also doesn't really get that many points stylistically. Um, I feel like the element of it not sort of state like, the person not really stating their position kind of takes away a lot from how the style could have added and made the piece just a little more powerful. Uh, because it doesn't really, uh, if it's, like, you know... If it's, like, supposed to be something, like, we learned, you know, if it's supposed to be, like, persuasive or whatever it is, it has to use the ethos, logos, and uh, pathos, and it doesn't really, it doesn't really use, like, any emotions, which would, I feel like, would have made the paper, like, a lot stronger and just been, like, you know, it's important. It just kind of, kind of gave stats about how, because there isn't that much faculty of color, students of color are also decreasing. And then that, there's a correlation there. But, like, what can we do about that? And, like, why does that affect us directly? Mm-hmm. I agree. So do you guys have any other feedback that we would give this person if they were our student? That's the next one, right? Yeah. Um, I think this essay gets a three. Like, they have some four elements, mm-hmm. but I think, like, since... Overall, essay, yeah. Overall gets a three. Um... The feedback I would give them is, like, don't be afraid to, like, explicitly give, like, a position. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's ways to do that in a respectful manner. Maybe that would have to be a, a, a lesson on, like, you know, how to um, share your position without, you know, negating the viewpoints of other people, but educating them. Mm-hmm. And, of course, like, this person didn't write it with this rubric in mind, but mm-hmm. since we're, like, so, like... Maybe they would have if they had this rubric, mm-hmm. but since we're like talking about this rubric, I would just go back to like everything that we said before. Yes, agree with what you just said. We'll talk about that, and we'll also talk about like oh, so stating the position. That's what it was. <laughs> but then also like making sure that you say what the public can do, um, because like we said in our last conversation, like it's not just enough to make people aware and being like, hey like be critically aware of this but also like make sure they know what they can do about it and then and like and if you are a person of color at this university here are some tools that you will have access to for people of color yeah so that way you don't like if if students if there's that correlation between you know not having a lot of black like black and brown faculty and like the students feel that they're almost like alone or not being represented just how we learn you know like in classrooms like when students don't feel like they're represented or like they can seek someone out who looks like them or shares similar experiences as them um, to help guide them that, you know, okay, here are a couple of resources. Like, if you feel that way, like, you know, you can utilize what already exists and that might even help you think of how we can make that better and you can make a difference that way. Mm-hmm. So... Do you guys have anything else to add to that, or do you... That's, like, all the questions. Do you want to go back to any of them, or do you maybe... Oh, we only have, like, a couple more seconds. 
But if you want to talk about, maybe we can just real quick say, like, would we use this civically engaged thing in our classroom? Oh, good question. Use it? Oh, yeah, that is a good question. I think I would definitely tweak the rubric. Um, I agree. Yeah, and I would definitely... Um, it seemed like the students were able to choose their own, like, topics. Yeah, because they're all they were, about different They were all, things. like, different things. So I would definitely keep that in mind because, you know, odds are hopefully they'll be more passionate about something that they choose than if I choose something for them. But I feel like I would definitely, if there was one thing that I would, like, tweak was that, you know, make sure that I'm highlighting the the good things, like, the strengths that the students have within the papers oh, yeah. in the rubric and use that language to also, like, sort of validate what they're doing to make sure that they know, like, this is something you should keep doing. Yeah, it was cool. It's cool because, like, they gave you a structure in that you're writing a letter to the future president, yeah. but then they let you pick, like, within yeah. that. So, and I agree with basically everything you said, making sure that the positives are highlighted as well as the negatives, mm -hmm. and then maybe, like, we were saying earlier, adding, like, a style element to the rubric, just tweaking it a little. But I would use Having it. Having a visual individuality. I would do everything you guys say. <laughs> but for that style element I would maybe add a criteria where in the conclusion you make the issue personal mm -hmm. oh, that's what we've been I doing in our essays good. now like a call to action or like a food for thought like mm -hmm. imagining yourself in this person or this situation um, making the issue more realistic and personal but yeah See you Bye, next Dr. Miro. See you Love next you. Friday. Bye. Bye.